the ultimate deck podcast need a show about outdoor living this is where it's at with your host shane chapman and way Loren. thank you for tuning in now let the show begin yeah, yeah. the ultimate deck podcast let's go Welcome back, episode 201, Wade Laurent, Shane Chapman, here on this Christmassy episode of the Ultimate Deck Podcast, recorded December 22nd. It's getting yeah. close. You done your Christmas shopping? Nope. Haven't even started. Started your Christmas shopping? Nope. <laughs> when this is over, I'm out of here. to that. Right, that's the next on my to-do list. Oh, boy. I've got a couple things left to do for sure as well, so I'm also going to spend some of my afternoon, afternoon doing that. My wife... Stressed right out. Oh yeah, she's I guess usually, so. She's usually ahead of the game, and this year she's not. And like she's home with the kids, and it's tough to get away for her. And so she's also stressing out right now because we're leaving tomorrow. So it's like the rest of today is all we have to get all this stuff done and wrapped and ready to go. So, tis what it is. Tis what it is. Here it is. Now this episode, uh, we figured we would do this or that, or would you rather, whatever you want to call it. But it's Christmas edition. Because Christmas is coming up right away. Okay. By the time this actually gets posted, it'll be all over. Yeah, it'll, it'll actually like probably be New February. Year's or February. <laughs> uh, so a Christmas edition of this or that. You have some backlog. I do have some backlog. We'll clean that up over the holidays here. Would you rather, Wade, drink a gallon of eggnog or eat a whole gingerbread house? Gingerbread house. Even if it's like one of the like dollar store ones, it's like you could break a tooth. I can't... Uh, there's no chance that I could drink a gallon of eggnog. That's <laughs> it's quite a bit. That's a lot of eggnog. I actually really like eggnog. I think we were talking about this just the other day. It's like when you get into your 40s, for some reason, you become lactose intolerant. You don't even actually know that uh, yeah. until you get older. And so, like, if I drank a gallon of eggnog, uh-huh. it would not. We'd all pay. We Everyone in the universe would be in trouble. Yeah, if I <laughs> if I had a whole day to do this, I think I'd prefer the eggnog. But on a, if it's if it's like you got to do this in the next half an hour, then I think I'd have to do the gingerbread house too. Oh, there's no t- yeah, sorry. there's no time. Like I don't know. Well, yeah, but it eggnog would expire after what a week or something. See, the gingerbread houses that you make that you buy in the kits all the time, they're they're just like the they would taste cookie awful. part of it is awful. Like yeah. it's the hardest, most stale. Thing you've ever eaten but i like that's still better than but then there's icing so that kind of yeah. like brings her back home a little bit yep so that's what i'm doing would you rather skip celebrating christmas or skip celebrating your birthday i would rather skip christmas really yeah really i'm a hard uh, other way on this i would rather skip my birthday well i like my birthday i like my christmas do you, what do you do on your birthday though Normally, like Whatever what's a normal that. birthday? It's like a date you do. <laughs> Whatever you want. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, mm, See, I I don't do anything like I don't do anything super special, but it's right, like. So what what are you missing if you skip it? Uh, the like. See, you're missing nothing. Well, I get like. It is super selfish, but like everybody calls me and they celebrate me that day. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And the, I like, I don't think that that's bad. Yeah, uh, the difference between you and I is probably the kid situation, likely. 100%. Because if I didn't have kids, I probably wouldn't be nearly as involved in Christmas as I am. But it's like, it's super fun again because the kids are all at that perfect prime age, like 
one's too young to know better, one's too old to care. But the two in the middle are like prime, Santa Claus, Christmas tradition, all that stuff is great. Yeah. And I do like I I enjoy Christmas music. I enjoy decorating the house. I don't enjoy I don't Christmas enjoy music. the decorating of the house. I just enjoy once it's decorated. Yeah. Um and I enjoy the like getting out of town and going visiting family and like so the that constant for me, trough of food is yeah, so that for me is disgusting that's the tricky part, right? So with Christmas comes seeing everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like that quite a bit. Yeah. See, my like birthday I don't see my family comes as much as I, as I probably should. Yeah. So like seeing my sister and my niece and nephew like that, that's a lot of fun. There's good in it. But does that happen on your birthday? It does not happen on my birthday. There you go. I can feel the tides changing here. Nope. Anyway, my birthday, I like I've thought I don't know even know when the last time was that I really cared about my birthday. Like it's it's a non day to me. You didn't do anything special for your fortieth? Probably. Like I don't even remember. I imagine that we probably did. <laughs> okay. Dude, my memory is so bad. That's pretty it's so bad. Uh, sus. It is I sus. believe they call that sus. Would you rather wake up on Christmas morning? With family and stuff, like a normal Christmas, but with a massive hangover? Or would you rather wake up alone like everybody's gone and like hangover. you're hanging out? Feel fine, but you're doing the day by yourself. Hangover. Yeah? Yep. I'd rather have the family around and be like hung. Like can't get out of bed hungover. Like uh-huh. sick. No, no. Like you always get out of bed. <laughs> you yeah. One time. This one time though? <laughs> Yeah, I found my way back there pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this one's so hard for me because I do love the family component, but God, I hate being hungover, especially when you're so yeah, sick you can't do anything. It's but Christmas like, time, you just get up and have yourself a little rum and eggnog and get oh, going. Oh God, but like if you're so sick that you can't even enjoy the things that you like about Christmas, then is it like is it good to even have it in your house happening around you when you can't take part in it? Yes, boy, oh boy, that's a tough one. But yeah. But sure. who wants to be well, alone on Christmas? Well, that's the thing. This is a tough one. That's not tough. This is tough. Not for me. I I think I guess I would choose a hangover mm-hmm. as well. But like... Because you can like you can fix that. Can you though? Yes. At this age, only time fixes it. No. And it takes more than the day. No. <laughs> you can just start again. <laughs> Fair. Um, Just the thought of that makes me gag a little bit. <laughs> The topic we're going through today, so interesting take. We've done a similar episode to this before. However, have you heard of chat GPT? Like, Uh, aside from from the fact that I've told you about it? Yeah. But before you, I had not. Okay. So there's this new artificial intelligence out there, this linguistic artificial intelligence. Good word. Uh, Like a university word almost. Yeah, kind of. That did it tell you that word? They've released that it's like it's not like a lot of AI has to be programmed and then it's just basically like repeating things that it's learned. Yeah. It's not it can't think for itself. So if you teach the AI the steps to build a table, this is how I had it explained to me. If you teach, let me roll this back a little bit. This new AI thinks like a human. It can apply its knowledge to different uh scenarios. Okay. So Whereas previously, it's like if you taught, like if you teach a person how to how to be a carpenter and they've never built a table before in their life, but you've taught them the principles of carpentry, yes. they can figure out how to build a table because they can apply that to something that even though they've never done it before. Yeah. And that's what this AI is capable of doing. 
Okay. Applying its knowledge to situations it's never been encountered, never taught, never yep. asked, never whatever. Um, as opposed to previous AI would have had to be taught how to build the table specifically right. for it to be able to like repeat that back. These are the steps. And say it, right? Yeah. Um, so this one's cool because it's just like you can ask it anything and and it won't even answer the same question the same way twice because it's actually like in a way kind of thinking of the answer. It knows the probability of the words that need to follow whatever. So like it won't answer the same thing exactly the same way twice, uh, which is kind of neat. Yeah, and kind of scary. Kind of scary too. So the scary- is like we're getting closer to the, you know, when you were like younger and we used to watch movies and the movies would always be like, the robots are going to take over. This is step one. We're getting, I don't think this is step one. I think this is like step 50, <laughs> but we're like, so, we're getting a lot closer. Yeah. But they weren't scary before because they couldn't really learn themselves. It's like it only, it can only be as smart as what you gave it. So it can never be like smarter than human. Here's the scary part of this thing. It's learned to speak French and it wasn't taught to speak French. Oh yeah. So it like, it has just like, I don't know how, but it is somehow <laughs> it can answer questions in another language now that it was never programmed or taught to do. The only thing they say that it has is like, <laughs> like that's, not that part's good. creepy. This is not good. Uh, the other part to this is they say it does have some biases because, because they've released like this technology is available to the world and they don't want this thing teaching people bad things. They don't want you to go on there and be like, how, how do I uh, ruin my neighbor's life or like something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get too gruesome, but like, yeah. It won't give you suggestions on how to harm other people, okay, or whatever. Yeah. So they have included some bias in it, okay, to have it be more positive, and it won't like give you neg. It'll, yep. it'll try to like guide you away from negativity. Yes. So they say the bias th where that comes into play sometimes in a bad way is if you like, if you ask, it something about like, something horrific that actually happened. It may put a, a more positive spin on things. It's like. Who is Jeffrey Dahmer? And it might be like, Jeffrey Dahmer, really nice guy. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know exactly yeah. what it's going to say, but it's not going to like give you all the gory details. It's going to like yeah. soften it a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. That's the bias. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so we thought this would be fun. He's a guy that they made a TV show about just recently. Yeah. And seems yeah. to be quite successful. Yeah, he's a Netflix star. But I don't think that's the whole story <laughs> though. Uh, so we thought this would be fun to like come up with a topic, punch it in there and see what the artificial intelligence has to say about it okay there's no doubt that this thing is smarter than both you and i combined yeah so but that's not really a feat like, we should probably, yeah <laughs> let's be honest we should probably just use this more often <laughs> this might be a more useful podcast if we do uh westrom has chimed in on the live chat okay and is he commenting on the artificial intelligence He's curious if the new ai will avoid cutting its thumb off you should ask it. What it, like? How do I? Yeah, I mean, that's so. The thing's fun. Like you can, you can ask it anything. And see what it says. We should ask it afterwards. How do I avoid cutting my thumb off on a table saw? Well, let's get Western to do that. What is it called like, again? Chat GPT. So we thought up the topic, and it's one that we've kind of covered before. But it's that time of year where it's like, by the time this gets posted, she's gonna be like New Year's time, and yep. so this is also generally the off season for a lot of contractors. Some work all the way through, some take this time off, some some go vacation, like depends on how you set your business up. But yep. uh, we asked Chap GPT, what are 10 things, what are 10 business things contractors should work on in the off season? Yes. And it's given us a list of 10. And I'm going to read them word for word because I want you to hear how this thing communicates. Uh, and then we'll discuss a little bit. 
Okay. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ba, ba, ready ba, for ba. This? Okay, you're going to get some quotes. Nobody's going to touch my brace. <laughs> we random, forget to use those brands. Random, but I know. I just, it was blue, so I hit it. Uh, number one. So you can call these business New Year's resolutions if you like. Number one, set clear business goals. Determine what you want to achieve in the coming year and create a plan to achieve those goals. Good tip from the AI. It's a really, and it's like, like structured properly. Yeah. Seems like a really good, uh, yeah. And a good, uh, like, so maybe a little bit high level, a little bit generic, but I think setting clear business goals is a good thing. We do this certainly every year. It's kind of like we sit down, we uh, figure out our targets for the next year. And like last week we actually did, right? Yeah. If you don't have a destination in mind, it's hard to get where you want to go. So setting up these destinations and then making sure that you're, Itinerary is going to, like, it just gives you a point. Gives you there. a target. <laughs> I you know? tried to like pun the shit out of that. It was like, oh, I was off. Wasn't working. No, um, but anyways, <laughs> yeah. Set your business goals. So those could be a variety of things. Like the one that people jump to most often is like a revenue target. And it's like, okay, well, your contracting business did seven hundred fifty thousand dollars this year. It's like your goal next year might be a million. Maybe that's a target for you. Um, it could be to spend more time with your family. It could be like, I really like stretch myself thin this year. I think next year I want to spend more time with my family. Whatever these goals are, but now's the time that you're out of it. You're not in the busy season. You can kind of step back and yeah. like analyze things, consider some data if you want. Have that like... Be less emotional about the stress of the season. Yeah, it was like have that awkward like conversation with yourself about all the things that you didn't do well. Yeah. Right? And just yeah. be like... Discovery time. Well, yeah. <laughs> here it is. I actually did suck at all of these things. Yeah. Try and make one of them better. Yeah. So set some business goals uh, that you want to achieve this year. Number two, develop a marketing strategy. Create a plan to reach new customers and promote your business to your target audience. Thank you, ChatGPT. Great tip. Really, really good. Somewhat high level again. But the the fun thing about this is it is conversational. So you could then ask it and be like, tell me more about creating that marketing strategy you're talking about. Yeah. And it would be like, sounds good. It'll go into more detail on these specific points. Which marketing? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, pretty generic here, but develop a marketing strategy for, boy, this could be a whole episode on its own if we start diving into it. But now's the time too, because in the middle of the season, it gets really hard to like stay on top of these things. And you become just like this ad hoc monster, just throwing things out there. Yeah. And just doing what you have the time to do rather than like really strategically thinking what which you looks do. exactly like our account you have oh yeah, <laughs> yeah our account but it looks exactly like you have no time yeah that's what it looks like yeah or worse you don't do it at all yep because you no just good. like don't do that i find the best thing to do to get like to to have a productive day is to get organized first and sometimes it's hard to carve out time to like organize yourself or clean your office or whatever because you're like i got so much to do i just can't I can't, I can't spend half an hour like creating a to-do list. And it's yeah, like, yeah. but if you do, you instantly become so much more productive, like right away yep. by taking that little bit of time out. So I think this is kind of that. It's like spend some time creating the strategy so that you've almost got more of a checklist and you don't have to spend so much time thinking throughout the year of what you need to do and when you need to do it. Yeah, it's yeah. already done. It's already laid out and you just have to follow the plan now. So I like that one quite a bit. Yeah, um, agreed. Number three, improve customer service. Make a commitment to providing excellent service to your customers, including responding promptly to inquiries and addressing any issues that may arise. Yeah, that probably ties back to number one too. Where Setting we, clear business goals? Yeah. Where I was like, 
find the thing that you sucked at. And so yeah. yeah, if you like if you did struggle with customer service, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, responding promptly to inquiries. That's one that's that gets tricky for a lot of guys because this is obviously a contractor focused episode if you haven't figured out it already, but so that's who we're speaking to right now, but uh, it gets tough in it the It can also heat be retail. Sure. Just not a just not a homeowner episode necessarily. Yeah. Not much value in them other than the uh, whether they're now thinking about where they want to drink eggnog or eat a gingerbread house. That's what they got out of this episode. Or, or if a contractor gets them a quote or gets them a 3D design, like, re- like reply promptly. Even if your reply is just like, oh, going to need more time. For the homeowner, you're saying? Yeah. Homeowner should also reply, pr- reply yeah, yeah. promptly? Yeah, sure. Like you have. You I mean, have the this. communication's got to go both ways, right? Yeah. You've done some 3D designs and then it's just like poof, gone. You're well, like, yeah, I've got some. Now like, what? They're dragging on a long time. Am I like, am I supposed to get back to you? Am I? Yeah. Is this, and sometimes it's me not like taking too much time to get back to them. And then yeah. they took too much time to get back to me. And then it's like turns what should be like a week or two thing into like a month, four month, five yeah. month thing. It's not ideal. Yeah. Uh, so improve your customer service. So, so take a step back and, and I guess just kind of strategize around that a little bit too. What, what, what does it mean? What does it look like to provide a good customer service? What are the things you need to do? Well, I need to get back to people within X amount of time. Setting expectations is one. Yeah. That's a big one. Uh, and having a process that you communicate to them early and often as well. It's yep. like, here's how this is going to this is what go it's look like when you work with me. Yeah. And so then there, it removes some of that like so much emphasis on needing to be like communicating all the time if they know what the next step is you're not leaving them wondering therefore you don't need to be on top of them all the time boxes for them they're like oh i understand that once a permit is submitted then it's going to take some time i don't need to like badger them and i'm not like why isn't he phoning me it's like there's a lull in here once i submit the permit i'm going to go dark for a little bit worry about other things until we're ready to go yeah so if they just understand your your uh, process that can help with uh, providing a good customer experience I, th- I think each one of these could be their own episode. How fun. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> yeah, so fun. <laughs> Build your team. Consider hiring additional staff or subcontractors to help you take on more work and grow your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think when a lot, for a lot of contractors, when they think about building their team, they think about adding crews. That's where their head goes all the time. I need to add another crew this year. I need to add another crew this year. Yeah. That's not necessarily the only, nor maybe even the best way to grow your business is just by adding more capacity. doesn't yeah, that's necessarily funny. fix anything, right? In my head, I think, like, you build the office. Get a get a good accountant. Get somebody to help manage your schedule. Yeah, free you up do to do those. what you love to do. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly adding a crew can be part of this strategy of building your team and growing the business. That's It probably is. Yeah. But I think what guys tend to do, a lot of guys, not everybody, some guys have it figured out really well. What a lot of people yeah. do, though, is they build the crews, build the crews, get overwhelmed. And then the business gets them in trouble because they, they didn't stay up to uh, like up to snuff on running the business. Yep. All of a sudden they're like, they have no idea if they're making money or not. They're not paying their bills. Not, maybe not because they don't have the money because they're not organized enough to, yeah. they don't have any time to dedicate to this. Yep. They start complaining. They're like, oh, I just have to go and babysit all these crews all the time because they haven't done appropriate training or whatever else. It's like they, they're still doing the estimates and they're still doing on-site, on-site consultations and they're, like they're just run off their feet because they didn't hire anybody on the back end yep. to help them run the business. Yeah. So um, build, build your team. team, sales guy, salesperson, I should say. Sure. An accountant. Yeah. Those kind of people, likely more important than adding that 
to have those before you add the second crew for double your workload. <laughs> so yeah, good one, good one, Chat GPT. <laughs> uh, number five, stay up to date with industry trends. Keep an eye on what's happening in your industry and make sure you're using the latest tools and techniques to stay competitive. I like this one. We like to do this. Yep. And these uh, are generally off-season things. Yeah, typically they try, like typically brands or companies try to make this information available in the off-season yep. on purpose. Yeah, a lot of the new products get released this time of year. Yep, or um, next month. Which on the surface may seem like a weird time to release things. It's like, yeah, but like, why wouldn't you do that in the middle of the season when everybody's thinking about decks? It's like, because the logistics part has to happen before it's available to people to actually buy and use. So it's got to happen now because it needs to work its way through down to retail. <laughs> like Correct. your product needs to get through the channel and yeah. get some steam before. You have to be like, these are great. Yeah. If you launch a product in July, you're too late. Everybody's already committed to what they're doing yeah. for the year. Or too early. Because they've, they're like, oh yeah, okay, this would be good for next year. But that's six months away. Mm -hmm. And then they've forgotten. Yeah. So, so a lot of new stuff happens now. And that's what we get busy with right now yep. on the retail side of things. But also the trade shows happen now. Deck Expo was just about a month ago, a little over a month ago. IBS is coming up in just over a month. We also have our WRLA Retail Lumber Association yep. meeting, uh, tr not meeting, show, show and meetings yep. in about three weeks from now. Yeah. So yeah. that's happening then too. 18th, yeah. And then your home shows and stuff happen too. That's probably not summary that you're um, going to... to sharpen your knife and like learn yourself but you can take what you did learn and use that to sell yourself at the trade shows coming up yep uh but staying on top of the industry trends so some people are really set in their ways and they only want to work with wood and they only want to do this and whatever and things aren't changing at a at a big pace so then whatever skip this one then yeah but if you're the, if you're somebody who wants to know what the latest and greatest products are that are coming out so that you can offer those to your customers then now is a great time to do it yep both because you have time and now is when the things are happening in the industry anyway. Exactly. So. Number six, update your website and online presence. Make sure your online presence reflects the current state of your business, including your services, pricing, and contact information. Yeah. I would have said that last word differently than you did, but that's fine. Uh, in That's fine. Four. I said it the American way. No, you didn't. Uh, this I, I like doing this every off-season too kind of doing almost like a self-audit of your own communication that's out there. And so now's the time to go dig in your website and all of a sudden you roll across something and it's like, oh, shoot. Like in the middle of the year, I started deciding that I wasn't going to take phone calls after 7 o'clock at night. But my website still says, call me anytime, 24-7 <laughs> or something, right? Yeah. You forgot to update that. Oh, shoot. I moved out of my basement office into a location specific to my business and I didn't update my address on the website. Shoot. Yep. Um, my Google listing's out of date. It doesn't say when I'm open, my hour, like all yep. sorts of things. Now's the time to dive into that stuff and make sure it's all accurate. Put some new pictures up. Yeah. Pump your portfolio if you haven't kept up with it all year long. Now's the time. But you haven't. We both know that. We both know that. Uh, and back to number two a little bit, like figure out where your website and your online presence fits within your marketing strategy. Yeah. And don't just ignore it until this time next year and then update it all. Like plan to spend some time on these things throughout the year. Yeah, like every two months. Be yeah. like, right? <laughs> yeah. To do a dive into it, sure. May but also like, what are you doing to update during the year? Yeah. How are you staying uh, active on in that space? That is where the world is. It's important. So, uh, I like that one as well. 
Number seven, expand your service offerings. Consider offering new services or products to your customers to diversify your business and increase your revenue. Yep. So I'm going to say every last word different, just for you now. Revenue. Revenue. Um, yeah, so if, if you're considering taking on different types of projects or different types of uh, products, services, whatever, now is the time where you can kind of like do it properly and plan to like roll that out properly. So yeah. maybe you've always been just a deck builder and now you're wanting to get into the hardscape space as well to provide a more complete offering. Yeah. Now is the time to like, because that's a big change. That doesn't just... It's significant. It's not just like... Uh, now I need to learn how to put pavers in. That's like a that's a whole new subset of tools, a whole new subset of potentially subcontractors you need to work with, yep. a whole new subset of marketing materials you need to do. Uh, it just changes everything about your business. So if you're going to do a big change like that, now's the time to like get all your eggs in one basket and be yep. able to think about it from a higher level strategic perspective and not forget things instead of just middle of the year being like, oh yeah, we do we do patios now too, by the way. Yeah, I... Like, I just think that if you don't plan for that or if you don't prepare for that, you're like, you're most likely just going to end up in a lot of trouble. Like, you're going to make a very expensive mistake because yeah. it's going to happen, right? Very possibly, yeah. Will you get the patio in? Absolutely. Yeah. Will you be profitable? Almost for sure, no. The other thing is now, too, is a time to change products like we mentioned, but what if you're making the change from wood framing to steel framing? Do it now because yeah. you have a chance to... One, get trained, like book trained yourself, learn yep. about the product, yep. um, potentially get some attention from your reps to help you learn the product. Two, get like hands-on training. Yep. So get some product in, work with the reps, see if you can get your hands-on, build a display or just like play around with it a bit so that you can decrease the learning curve on the job site. Because yep. I know they say like, especially with Fortress, and I'm sure the same thing for Newcastle, is like your first job, your first three jobs, you're going to feel like you're moving a little bit slower. Yes, but once you get the system figured out, you're going to be flying. You'll be like as fast, if not faster, faster than wood. That's what they but say. But those first three, you're like, you got to learn a little bit. So what if you could carve some of that out and do that now? Do some of that learning. Yep. Skip some of the thinking so that when you hit your first job, it feels more like the third job. Yep. And then you're cruising. Yep. And then if you have to train your staff, again, update your marketing materials for these new products and stuff you're promoting. If you're just, if you're wanting to make the switch to steel only, that's an entirely different way you need to approach the market. Yep. Um, so Get that figured out now as well. Number eight, build your network. Join industry organizations. Shout out to NADRA. Yes. Uh, attend networking events and make connections with other contractors and professionals in your area. So this one's good as well. And uh, certainly if you're, there's some people that don't care about being part of the larger industry as a whole. So if you don't, then skip this one. Yeah, when I, when I think of area, I think of the whole industry, right? Yep. I think of like... Just what we just did at Deck Expo. It was like, go there, meet with people, visit. Yeah, but even networking events could be such things like our, we just had our uh, contractor Christmas party at our one location last yep. week. Uh, one of our competitors just had theirs last night. Yep. And so you see photos of this and stuff, and it's like, it can, if you if you choose to let it be, it can be an awkward dynamic there because you're about to go in and hang out with all your competitors potentially. Yeah. Um, but I think... Try to be more open-minded. That was never awkward for me. Like, I never... It wasn't a thing for me either, but I know it is for people. Like, yeah. you see it from some people where they say things, or, like, some guys just are so competitive that they don't want to be in the same room as 
as their competition. It's I don't like, get that, but yeah. Anyway, but what you can potentially do, like you see some markets where guys are really open to it. Um, Certainly. For example, just Scott Kelly there posted like uh, a couple weeks ago. He like, he needed help lifting a giant beam. And I don't remember what the weight was on this thing, like 430 pounds or something like that. And he's yeah. like, and the customer didn't want them to take it through the house. So they had to, it was going to be a little bit more tedious to get it up. And a uh, quick little text or phone call to a guy who he actually competes with in the same market, but they've grown to become good friends, was over there right away. Ripped over and helped him. So it's like, without that, he might have been stuck or screwed, but it's like, yeah. listen, you're both building the same things. Yes, you're technically competition, but there's lots of work to go around. Yeah. You're both busy. Yeah. You both might even have your own niches that you're not, like you're competing, but you're kind of not. Yeah. You're doing the same thing, but you're doing it for different people. Yeah. So learn. And you're like, <laughs> like, why not help him? You're for sure not getting that job. He's already there. <laughs> yeah. He's already doing yeah. that job. Yeah. Hey. So you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. So you might meet somebody that ends up working for you or maybe a future partner or maybe just like helping each other out down the road or at the end of the day, maybe just meet somebody that you get along with personally and maybe you can help grow your businesses together. Like maybe like yeah. whatever, but as a Westrom's point on there's uh, networking is networking is very important. Many disregard it. And this is a huge loss to your business. hundred percent. And I believe that uh, we've networked with Mr. Westrom many a time and that, that helps. That helps for sure. Uh, we've been in Absolutely a jam for decking and he has helped and yep. and we've had the opportunity to help him back. And even right. just sharing knowledge, like the whole point of these Facebook groups that have popped up over the last couple of years is to allow people to network. Yep. Uh, but they feel more comfortable, one, because it's not face-to-face, not that I think there's many shy contractors, but uh, also two, because you're, you're communicating with people that aren't your competition. Yeah. And so that just drops a barrier for them right away. Yeah. But these networking groups are great. You can learn things, learn different techniques. Everybody does things a little bit differently. Somebody might have thought of a more efficient way to do one thing, and you maybe have another more efficient way to do this other thing. And if you just stay in touch with people and follow along and be part of the industry, you're gonna it's going to benefit your business. In yeah, the end. absolutely. Number nine, invest in continuing education. Make sure you and your team are staying up to date with the latest industry trends and techniques by investing in ongoing training and education. So that sounds pretty similar to staying on top of industry trends, but a little more uh, knowledge focused. I guess, one. I guess maybe that was our fault. The here's where the AI is actually smarter than us. The, it said industry trends, and we went right to like talking about learning about products and te- whatever. But like, you might want to spend some time if we roll back to number five. Maybe industry trends is supposed to be more like, oh, uh, my market is kind of transitioning to more brown tones in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Here's what's happening on the interior. That's eventually going to f- like come outside. Yep. So if interior flooring is going to more of a wide plank look and changing colors, it's like, well, that's what's next then for me too. Yep. Um, you know, people are starting to spend more monies on swim spas in their backyard. Maybe I need to get into that. Maybe I need to learn how to like put a proper base in for a swim spa and come up this is different design things that work with it or something. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that was more number five is about number s- nine continuing education, that training part, go learn. Like Nadra's got, puts on a lot of courses, especially at like Deck Expo and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but this can also be like business related things. That's what I was thinking. Like, I yeah. was like, you go learn some of your software a little bit better or sure. learn like maybe you're not perfect at reading a P&L statement. Yeah. Uh, learn that. Yeah. Learn how to do that. Learn how to use your customer relationship management software a little bit better. Or yeah. something, or yeah. go take a course from a financial consultant that helps you kind of like manage your cash flow 
like we're just speaking from the heart here right now. It's like these are the <laughs> things that we're trying to get help with, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Hypothetically speaking. Yeah. You just top my head. They're just rolling them <laughs> off. Uh, number 10 and the final one from Mr. Chat GPT is improve your financial management. Oh, weird. Improve your financial management. Implement financial management strategies such as budgeting, invoicing, and record keeping to better manage your business finances. So yeah, uh, this one's not optional. You either figure this out or you go out of business. So now, now or well, any time is. is a good time to like tackle this one. <laughs> yeah, but it's easier to do it. Not easier. No, it's easier. It's easier to do it now because you don't have the other stress. You don't have the other day to day stuff. Yeah, but there's this is a this is one where guys get into trouble because they they start deck building businesses because they're deck builders, not because they're great business owners. Uh, mm. that's the part they need the most help with. Most guys yeah. that start a deck building business can build a deck just fine. That's why they're doing it. They enjoy it. They're passionate about it. They've probably built a hundred of them already. Yeah. Um, but you've not run your own business, especially if you just came from working from somebody else under somebody else. Yeah. You might've built a thousand decks. You never respected what the owner of that business had on his plate outside of swinging the hammer. Yeah. And you were like misled about what you were being billed at hourly. Versus what you're getting paid. That's what happens. Yeah. It's like, huh, man, if I go to my own, I can make $75 an hour, $90 an hour. It's like, yeah. no, you can't. Yeah. Well, that's what we charge. So it's like, that's a lot of money. He's only paying me 28. He's yeah. charging 75 bucks an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot that's in that. Because that's what it takes. Gap there, that $47. <laughs> there's a lot of expenses coming out of that $47. Yeah. So yeah, understanding your financials. I know that we like, the, especially the seasonal business. It's 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 managing the cash flow for a business like ours, especially, yeah. or for a contractor who chooses to take the winter off and doesn't do projects. Then and it's like you need to make sure that you're making hay when the sun shines, so that you can carry yourself through the winter. Mm -hmm. That requires some like cut the peaks off to fill the valleys. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but also just like if you started this business one day out of the blue and and didn't really know exactly what you were doing on the business side of things. Speaking like, hypothetically. Yeah, speaking completely hypothetically. <laughs> I'm just saying you might get a couple of years in and find out that you can't pay your bills to your retail lumberyard. <laughs> so there's that. Learn that early and often. How to make money. How to pay your bills. What you need to charge. Because it's not as easy as like, I would like to make $50 an hour. Therefore, I'm going to charge $50 an hour. Yeah. It's like there's more science to it than that. It's too bad. Uh, Especially when you go to scale. What happens is you watch, like, you watch contractors learn that. And it's tough because yeah. when, like, when they start, you want to help. You want to be like, hey, uh, I think you're doing a couple of things wrong. And then they, like, people get defensive. They're like, well, I know what, like, you don't know how to run my business. And you're like, eh, you're right. I don't know how to run your business. But, uh, but I have an idea how to run a business. And yeah. what I can see is... You're not doing that. You don't have to do it the same as me, but you're making some mistakes right now. Yeah. And this is dangerous. Yeah. And then I'm doing that selfishly <laughs> because I know that that's going to end up hurting us. Yeah. Either we lose, either we lose that customer or we lose that business or, yep. or a friend fails. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a tricky conversation to have, but it's the mo probably the most important one on this whole list is to make sure you have your financials understood and you're charging enough money to make the business yep. work properly. Yeah. Or you're out. So. That's it. What do you think? Like, I don't, 
I can't honestly say that we would have come up with a better list. If it would, would have, have been said like very similar. Things. It would have been similar. I may have touched, I feel like you and I probably would have touched a little bit on the personal side of things too. Taking a break. Uh, yeah. Spending some time with family. Make, like doing a mental health check. That kind of thing. Where is this? But I mean, that's not what we asked it. We asked it, what are, the, what are 10 business things a contractor should focus on in the off season? Yep. So we didn't say what personal and business. So uh, I did exactly what we asked of it. Yeah. And it came up with 10 good things. So that's pretty good. It's cool. I'll play around with it. Some what more. are you, uh, what are you doing for your mental health over the holidays? What's your plan there? Um, like, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going down to the farm tomorrow. That's always a nice break. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, it's just getting out of the city. It's quieter. So that's nice. It's yeah. just like different pace. Two, you're going to spend some time with the family, which is nice. Yeah. Three, uh, there's lots of help there with the kids. So you yeah. you can show up and it's like, now it's now it's their problem. four kids on you all the time. It's like grandma and grandpa are there to help and there might be an aunt or two there to help. And the kids are off doing their own thing. Like they, they're, they're more willing to go Play, play and do things by themselves or play outside or whatever. Yeah. They don't expect you to always be there. The grandparents are like excited. The kids are there. They want to they wanna go out. So it's like, I want to go inside and play. Somebody else is probably going to be like, sounds good. I'll go with you. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> so there's that part of it. Um, not worrying. Like, this is probably not a bad thing. It probably catches up with you later on the mental health side. But like, I don't monitor what I'm putting in my face hole during Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just an open door policy on that i thing. will eat everything oh uh, it's awful i'm bad for it it's not it's awful. like is what it is i make that mental shift where it's like okay uh it's the holidays and there's goodies out here and if i want to eat that thing i'm just gonna do it mm -hmm. and so i just turn that side of my brain off it's like no more checks and balances no i'm not january 3rd yeah right exactly <laughs> that's when it catches up you're like ah shit i got some work to do yeah then you have what i refer to as hungry hangover so you come back and you've spent like two weeks stretching your stomach out and it turns out what you used to consume for food during a day is still not enough. It's <laughs> yeah. not enough now, right? Yeah. You're like, you get halfway through the day and you're starving and you're like, but I've eaten what I normally would eat. And right. It's like, well, yeah, but you're like, you have more capacity now. Yeah. You have to. The other thing I'll inevitably do it and some people might roll their eyes and be like, that's not right for your mental health, but it's probably get some work done to be honest. Like we're off for a, a stretch of from the 23rd to the 3rd. So there's a good stretch in there with zero other work distractions. As far as everybody else knows, we're closed. So I've got a bunch of bookings that are due on December 31st. I'd like to get them done before December 31st. Yeah. Um, there's things that coming into the new year I'd like to like get started on and get thinking about and do that. And so uh, should I be spending my off time, family time working? Debatable. But it's going to relieve mental stress for me when I come back. Right. So... That's if I can it's do it at a more controlled balance. pace. Yeah, it's a fine balance to be like to not let it all pile up on the end. Yeah, because last I don't want to do last week again. Like last week when we got back from aggravation was like that was, was mentally bad. draining. Yeah, it was a really tough week, and so there was a lot of late nights, and it like threw my whole like I'm just out of sorts again with yeah. my sleep patterns and everything. It's like that was not good. So I'd like to get that fixed. <laughs> I like to like pace things a little bit. So, yeah. how about you? What are you doing over the holidays? First of all, what are you doing, and then. What's your mental uh, health? Break? Down to I'm gonna go down to Arcola and hang out with the family. My sister and her kids are coming back from Calgary. That oh they nice made the trip in a while, so that'll be good. Um, I have plans to go hunting one day. I'm gonna try and go pheasant hunting with one of our lumber reps. So that'll be pretty good. Down 
Estevan in area. The, okay. Weyburn area. So like an hour, hour and a half south of here. Yeah. So try and do that. Um, and I'd like to ice fish if I could oh, yeah. one day. I don't know when, if I will or not, but, but I'd like to do that. Yeah. So, um, I don't have a whole lot of plans for work. I have a, like we each have a to-do list. I'm going to try to do some of that, but I don't know. We were gracious enough to give ourselves an extra week on that. It was like, yeah, the next time we were going to meet that's was January 3rd. And it's like, it's a big list. And it's like, you know what? Uh, just in case. Making sure that. Some holidays. And yeah. So I need to make sure that gets done because the following week I won't be here. Right. So like week of the third, I'm here. Week of the 10th, I'm here. Week of the 15th, I'm not here. And so like, I need to make sure that I get that stuff done because then I'm going to take nothing on for a while. Yeah. So then you're back for a little bit and then gone to Vegas again. Back, gone. Yep. And then we have February and then March will be home, home show, home show, home show, home show. Yep. And then season's on. So, yeah. We have like four weeks left. What are you doing in the winter? Five weeks. Hang on. Well, you guys are busy? No, we're like the store's not busy. Yeah. Retail's awful. But Super it's slow. a crazy busy time of year yep. for the business side of things. Yeah. Working on the business. So. So. Well, that's uh, good. I already I did my Arcola trip, so I won't see you there. We were down there last week. I have the so. drawing for the kitchen in Saskatoon. I hope to get the kitchen for Saskatoon built while I'm down there with dad. Yeah. So the Saskatoon store has, uh, has a lunchroom. Yeah. But no but cabinets. It's like got a fridge and it's got like a table and stuff in there, but there's no cabinetry in there yet. That's been on the list of things to do. So, and no sink. I was trying to shop so. local. No, that's not true. I was trying to not shop local, but yeah. couldn't get anything from Ikea. It was like out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. Yeah. My dad's a cabinet builder. Maybe I should just get him to build those <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah. So that's the plan. Well, that's good. Well, uh, I hope everybody has as enjoyable of a vacation from everyday life as we're planning to have over the holidays here. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I know January. I know a lot of people that, that are very organized, determined, and motivated in their own lives day to day. Kind mm-hmm. of like don't look upon New Year's as this reset like the rest of the world does. And they don't look at it as like, don't just leave your resolutions for January 1st. Like make a change in your life now. But there's no doubt that, like, I don't care what you say. It is a nice time. It is the end of the year for the business. Yes. It's the it's a fiscal end of the year for business, for us. Yeah. For so yeah. It, it's like the end of the season happens now. It's like Christmas. Ha- it's just everything about it feels like you're kind of closing one chapter and about to open the next, regardless of how you live your life. That's right. And so I like this time because it's just like, okay, well, this year it is what it was. And now we get to start with new plans again. Correct. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, I always look forward to January. I don't make resolutions, but like it is nice to get this one wrapped up and be like, there, done. Yep. Now, next. Yeah. Let's go. And this, like, like I said, this is my cheat month on everything. So I do, I don't know that I make a resolution, but I definitely do plan to come back. And it's like, there, you had your break, you had your unwinding, you didn't hold yourself to account on too many things. And it's like, yep. now it's time to get back and, and do that. Exercise. So, ah, like, I hope you do. I hope you exercise. <laughs> well, we built a gym in our garage. We have to use it now. <laughs> we have spent money and time in the garage and space. Oh, so. You have to send me some pictures of it. No chance I'll ever see it. Uh, someday <laughs> I will. When I get out there. It's been built for a month. Just awesome. got to get to clean up and organize it. Okay. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Hope you have a, a great holiday, and we'll see you on the next one. Hey, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.